0: Hi, you're tuned into 90.7 FM, KALX Berkeley. I'm Andrew Sainting, and this is The Graduates, the interview talk show where we speak to UC Berkeley graduate students about their work here on campus and around the world. Today, I'm joined by Salim Ganju from the Department of Music. Welcome to the show, Salim.
1: Hey, thanks for having me here.
0: So great to have you here. I'm really interested to start off, like, what what are you doing? What is your program? You're studying music composition, right?
1: Yes. So... I am doing a PhD in music composition, which is a little bit of a weird concept in itself, because not only am I a fake doctor, I'm, a, I'm, I'm kind of like a fake, fake doctor, you know, not even a fake doctor in the real sense, but a fake, fake doctor, you know? <laughs> but, what do you um, mean by that? So what I mean by that is, of course, like the, the broad scope of PhD is now so wide. Right. So, I mean, uh, you could have your doctorate or research in any field, but what makes sort of music like composition PhD a little bit like weird sounding is that it's... For some of us, writing music is less tied to research, although there are many colleagues and many other composers who are really research-oriented people, but I am not really one of them. So for me, it's even worse, you know? It's like, there is another doctorate title for musicians, though, it's called DMA, so Doctoral of Musical Arts. So some other universities, only give that title so in berkeley it's phd but i guess there is not much of a difference between a dma and phd like they're the same thing
0: okay um so i'm interested in the more research oriented side but i'm also interested in your side uh so let's start with you so you say you're not really doing research so are you essentially in your your degree program is about creating your music essentially
1: that's true. Um, I am uh, I'm by no means and well, of course it it, it also d- depends what you uh, consider to be research, right? I mean, there's some search first of all, right? like there's some search for whatever you want. like it could be the kind of language I would like to have, or there's the maybe kind of a search for, for instance, the kind of chords I would like to use in my music or the kind of instrumental timbres. but, um, there's also a search for meaning, right? Yeah. Like there's also a search of meaning because there's something weird about the whole, like the whole musical thing in itself. I don't want to digress, but what I sometimes tell people when I talk, or also students, is. Is there meaning to music? So I mean, does music tell you something that you could express verbally? It's as if, like, if I were to have a like, you know, when I'm when I had like my classes um, at U C Berkeley, I sometimes tell them, for instance, if I were to give you. Uh, one week, and you have to read *Waiting for Godot* by Beckett, and you have, and you come back after a week, and you know I make an exam, and let's say you know you're like me, and you haven't, of course, read the thing, and you just you know ask a, you know colleague, hey, what is it about? Of course, it's hard. Okay, when it's about Beckett, it's a bit hard to say, but you know, I mean, you could possibly pass that exam, maybe you know you could say okay, it's a, but if I were to say, let me pick something, for instance, a musical example that doesn't have any text, because with text there's Language in our sense coming to the picture, right? But when I say, for instance, okay, so we are going to listen to the seventh violin sonata by Beethoven, come back and tell me what you know. I mean, so it's really hard, right? I mean, even if you have listened or not listened, how are you going to express what happened in there with words?
0: Yeah, I would, I have no idea. Would you say the research aspect is kind of delving into these musical pieces? and then trying to find the words to describe them, trying to find the meaning of music?
1: Is that like- that, 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 That's not for me. That's more like, for instance, the area of a music theorist. Right. Or, I mean, in other senses, for instance, ethnomusicologists, for instance, they would be the real PhD people, you know, like, cause they, you know, know how to do re- proper research, you know, how to write scientifically. But with me, it's like, um, with me, what, also got me into music of course i mean i I wasn't thinking about it back then but like there's something about music that defies being expressed with words it's like music is showing you the middle finger and saying okay you are not going to tell me what i am you are not going to be able to express me with the language you think that helps you communicate with others so whenever i whenever i try to speak of my own music which is sometimes a disaster you know but also other like it's it's, it's such a weird feeling because, really, I don't know what to say. As if with every sentence I built, I'm wrong.
0: Music, it's its, its own language, essentially, and you uh, struggle to translate from
1: yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, also, in that sense, but, you know, let, let, let's not get there, but, you know, is music a language? Because a language has to be translatable. What are you going to translate? Like, if I go to, you know, uh, native Australians and show... Kendrick Lamar. I mean, I don't know what they're going to think of that. You know, I mean, so is music translatable? Also, it's, it's a di- different story. But, I mean, for me, it's a little bit of, um, I mean, why I make music, I mean, we're where maybe, maybe I'm digressing, but, like, one, it gives me joy, right? Like, just also, like, writing, or also just purely playing music. And it's also some sort of a, like, you're, you're creating your own world in a um, in the meaninglessness of life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the, the meaninglessness? Are you, <laughs> would you
0: say music gives a meaning?
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, it's just like, you know, um, I mean, it, it gives my life a meaning, you know? It gives yeah. my life a meaning. Maybe, maybe in that sense, you know? Like you don't have, you can't see a meaning until
0: you apply one and music is a way to do that.
1: Maybe I mean, in, in a very, just like a little, a little bit of a just like, um, like philosophical way, maybe. Yeah, but, you know, I because I, I, there's meaning, you know, there's meaning. There's food, for instance, you know, that's enough meaning for me. You know, um, I just had great Indian food, for instance. That was great. You know, there's this place called Satgar and they don't even deliver. They say Corona. We don't care. You come here, you pick up. Like it's been like this for a year now. But uh, what I mean is I, I don't know how I even got into it. Um, but it's just... I don't know. It, it's just like as if you want to create your own world, as if like you're still a child and playing with your own toys, you know? Right. You know, yeah. Would you say
0: the degree is essentially granting you the space to look for that world? Mm, play with those toys? So
1: there, there are a couple of things, of course. Number one... It's, it's very difficult for, I mean, many uh, researchers or musicians, uh, especially like, especially composers, because, you know, you, uh, your income, right, is not really stable, like as either you get commissions or you get, you know, grants, fellowships, but, you know, when you do your PhD, so here it says, for instance, Berkeley says, hey, you have time and space here for five years. You know you come here without worrying too much about your finances and you're going to study with people who you want to work with and they hopefully want to work with you as well um if you want if you want to get a lot of teaching experience that's one of the great things about for instance berkeley music department we get to be instructors like we are not tas or anything just we teach the classes it's really, that's really that's really very good about it because many colleagues that I know, they just do TA work uh, which is just like basically like correcting homeworks so like here like one on one against these you know great students of Berkeley you just like have amazing connection.
0: And when you say study with someone, what what do you mean by that? Like uh, mm-hmm. you have an advisor, a main advisor
1: yes um and it doesn't have to be one person it's actually well you can do whatever you want actually you know you can just go and study with one person from the beginning till the end but it's generally encouraged that you study with you know two three different people you know you just meet with meet with them so the reason why i came was i there were like two uh, great musicians that i knew that i wanted to come study here with so it's actually still the master and uh apprentice relationship you get one-on-one you know lessons which is also a weird thing in itself like because composition lesson is a funny thing yeah what's a composition lesson like yeah what's a composition lesson you know it's just like uh um a composition lesson is difficult because it's really hard to teach the thing right it's really hard to Teach composition. I mean, you could really teach songwriting. For instance, you could say, "Hey, here's your verse and your chorus, and maybe this is how you connect them together." Hey, maybe here the chorus came back twice, but should it come third time? You know, stuff like that. Are so maybe um, it's uh, so there is like there are really things to learn, right? Like you learn things about like harmony, right? You know how chords go together, how to harmonize a melody, you know. But composing and the way you develop your own ideas is a really difficult thing to teach. right? And like many m- many composers also said, you know, I mean, of course you teach some, like what you call handcraft. That's something you teach. But then the composition lesson becomes, I mean, at this doctorate level, maybe more of a, hey, we could do this year or this year. What do you think of this idea? So it's just like really, it becomes a discussion between, you know, advisor and you know, the, the the doctorate candidate. And of course, sometimes, sometimes we even just like end up watching a movie or something, you know, like the teacher says, hey, you know, I'm going to show you something. This could be interesting for, you know, what you're thinking of. And just like, we'll spend an hour of nothing to do with music. I mean, nothing to do with the piece. Well, of course it has something to do, but, you know, we won't even talk about it, you know? Right.
0: So b- before you get to the PhD, you've already kind of, done the work of learning like the harmonies the scales like all the building blocks of like writing music right and of and so once you get here it's mostly about those interactions where the advisor is trying to push you further maybe like show you things you might have not seen before um, and then once you actually have something written down and you can play it for them then they're essentially acting as an editor
1: yes so first they check out oh, for instance they check sometimes like they it, it's from like the most basic thing sometimes it's like oh you know with these instrumentation here the saxophones wouldn't sound from those things you know because like their experience speaks right i mean maybe i have written like two works in that instrumentation they did like seven ten you know so right. i mean they know right um that's from there until like the overall picture of things but like what what is great about uh, like the doctoral studies here is it's as if you are in a residency you know as if you get cuz there are like these artist residencies you know like there's one that i've been to that was in new hampshire um, it's called McDowell. They, they they it's like huge place like but it's a huge forest and there are 32 like cabins little cabins and an artist is in there, you know, and it's like, here's like that, you know, you're, you are free to do whatever you want. You know, of course, like your output, like your creative output is encouraged, but nobody says, for instance, you have to have a lesson with me every week or something like that. So you are, so they try to support your artistic goals. And of course they also do some, career, ad, ad, you know, advice and everything, you know, that's also something that needs to be said. But yeah, I did the, the other stuff, I mean, before, and of course, it's a never ending thing. But so I studied in Europe. So my um, bachelor's and master's I did in the, Austria. So there's a bit of a difference. We should talk about this, maybe if you don't mind. There's a difference between approach to music and musical composition in Europe and states. Oh, like, how does how is it different? Yeah, but i'm going to exaggerate a bit okay i mean like yeah for for simplicity okay so there is something in europe that says we are the tradition learn your tradition like learn your beethoven symphonies learn to do this 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 and then knowing the tradition come and do your own thing like break the tradition and do your own thing or stay in the tradition whatever you want in the states again very superficially put okay in the u.s it's like you come up with what you want to come up with and then we'll work on that don't deal with i have to know everything in the past because that might that might handcuff you okay
0: yeah that's interesting that definitely doesn't seem surprising to me mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i guess is that you think that's more intimidating the oh, but- in
1: america mm-hmm. Okay, for me, okay, for me, I am glad that I did my doctorate here. Okay, so I would have, I would have, I mean, my way is like, I like that I, maybe it's the way I'm raised, but if I were to, for instance, begin, of course, there are like institutions. I I don't know how Berkeley does it with composition uh, bachelors or something, but I'm glad that I got that handcraft first and then built upon that. Um, But, I mean, both can be very dangerous too, you know. For instance, if you, I remember I had a, it wasn't a composition teacher of mine, I had a teacher in Austria and she knew so much music so whenever he, he would speak of an idea, he said, oh yeah, this sounds like this, this sounds like that. So whenever he would come up with like five seconds of music, he knew, oh, this sounds like that. So he would like scratch and start over again. So it was just really not enabling him to move further. Like, yeah. The other thing is like, okay, let me express myself, whatever. Whatever I do, it's good. That's also something weird because then the problem is you might be really repeating something Exactly. There's nothing wrong with like writing in the in a certain style or something like that. You know, you don't have to go you know avant garde the whole time. You know, but it's it's good to but for me. It's it's good to know what's uh, what came before because I mean that's also something I enjoy. You know.
0: Yeah, that's like most degrees, right? Like you need to establish that understanding of your field to be able to build something new. Although I guess with music, it's interesting because I guess, you know, in terms of research, right? Like I'm in a science PhD and I guess we kind of think of a progress of knowledge, right? Like of building on to get to something that humans didn't know until now, right? Whereas with music, I don't know, is there necessarily kind of that idea of progress? Like, does that even make sense in music? Do you, do you need to push forward or are you always trying to, everyone is trying to find something that maybe everyone who's ever been written writing music has been trying to find. And it's just something hard, uh, to express, like you were trying to express. Blood. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, I completely understand what you mean. It's, 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 that's a really difficult, I mean, it's not, diff- I mean, it's, it's a difficult for me at least to express again, again, you know, the language barrier right here, but there's some, and we can talk about some sort of a progress, but I mean, not progress in a scientific way, right. because, you know, like it's, I'm speaking of maybe a progress of, for instance, let's say um, like in the time of Bach, um like you know you know like m- mid 18th century he passed away so 18th century and before for instance not every because we have 12 keys right i'm mean, not not 12 possible pitches right and scales like 12 times 2 let's say in the western music um, not every scale was usable in his time because you know because of that the tunings were different and stuff and then slowly music started spreading like and became became more um flexible with harmonies not that it's better or something but there was a progress in the harmonic use for instance and that took us to all these you know crazy stuff that happened you know in the 20th century uh, for sure but of course there's a difference and that also comes maybe that is not Uh, necessarily because it's like more developed or better but for instance orchestras grew bigger you know like a baroque orchestra is very very small and then you know classical is a little bit more and then with romantic you have trombones and then 20th century you have huge percussion and now maybe you have like electronics and stuff like that so it's weird like the tendency is to grow you know it's just like something you know accumulates right but um, th- there have been enough there has been enough proof that um, well it doesn't necessarily have to be bigger or more complex for, for instance one of the most known like living classical composers of uh, you know right now is an estonian composer called arvo part maybe you've heard of the name and he writes very simplistic music And he also comes from the school where he wrote all these crazy stuff, but he just, like, I think said, all right, no, I'm just going back. And he even, like, his music even went back to some kind of a Renaissance-like mood. So, but, of course, now from the kaleidoscope of a contemporary, you know, composer... But, but but the last 50 years, for instance, is a little bit more. Now you have more of a, for instance, especially, let's say, like what's more popular, there's a little bit of this fashion and contrast. Like, you know, 50s, 60s music is more like the birth of pop, like radio-friendly two, two, three, three, four four-minute songs, verses and choruses. And then some people got tired of it. And there comes Pink Floyd and Yes. And they say, we're going to write like... 18 minute long songs Shine On You Crazy Diamond will have like 7 minute intro or something like that and then they they grow more and more you know uh, like complex music and suddenly comes punk you know and it says alright the hell with them where everyone is able to do music you know nobody needs to be a virtuosic and then back to like garage kind of playing you know it's just like there's like this ups, ups and downs of the whole thing, but the times are changing really fast. Like music fashion changes very quickly.
0: I was thinking it's like less like studying evolution and more just like evolution, where you just kind exactly.
1: of... Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, what what do you think drives changes in
1: music? I think we humans tend to exploit whatever we find. You know, somebody, let's say... Some good mind came up with a great idea, let's say, okay? And that it gets exploited so bad. You know, it's just like, you know, and, you know, people who do in the similar style come up and just like that gets exploited, exploited, exploited until nothing else is left, you know? And then a change needs to happen, you know? And we we are exploiting at such a fast rate, you know, we're really exploiting at such a fast rate that it's really weird to see these changes.
0: You think that's just has to do with um, accessibility, like amount of people who can make and produce music? I
1: think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we kind of like talked about what in general happens in the program, but I was interested to know what is the end point do you produce a piece of music is that like your dissertation essentially
1: so there are different ways i think and maybe while i answer this one i could also you know answer your question based on research we are basically we can do two things i might be wrong by the way but anyway so what i'm going to do is i have a um, dissertation piece right it's a piece that i'm writing So you hand it to the jury and that's it. So my piece is my dissertation, but you can also write a thesis. I mean, you know, let's say you're composing, but you say, okay, I wanna write a thesis. You know, I mean, maybe you like it or maybe you just want to, whatever. Um, That's also possible. Maybe you could, let's say, maybe you use, a newly found, maybe like maybe you're you're researching to make instruments. There are come some colleagues who use electronical means to create some instruments. For instance, some gloves with some um, sensors, and as they move, sound comes out. You know? Yeah. Like there are people who work with, with stuff like that, and that could be then your research. We have maybe even more than 50% of my colleagues. Um, Spent a lot of time at the Center for New Music and Audio Technologies at Berkeley, CinMat for short, and they are, for instance, more, for instance, research oriented than maybe I am. And not that they don't write music; they, of course, do. But um, some of them, just for instance work with electronical devices and how to for instance create instruments or how to for instance change sound and work with sound or you know now that for instance you know just like we could right now add some video effects on zoom right you have different glasses and stuff like that You, you know these things so now our computers are able to do these things so so can they do it with audio so while you know let's say a rock band is performing you know a DJ somewhere could push a couple of buttons or change some knobs and the sound changes. So there are a lot of people who are doing research on live music processing, live audio processing, you know? So that would be a more like, oh, yeah, okay, I could see that being a PhD kind of attitude, you know?
0: Right, and the thesis, if you were to write one, there that it would entail something like that. Like there would have to be- Absolutely,
1: absolutely, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, So you wouldn't write anything about the dissertation piece? Like that's not part of...
1: I asked, but no, no, we don't.
0: I guess the music just speaks for itself. It's the world you created, like you were saying.
1: Exactly, exactly. But of course, I mean, it's um, like, because the department is not, I I mean, it's not a huge department. So there are like two or three people admitted every year. I mean to the composition PhD so everybody knows like the whole faculty knows what every individual is doing so I mean they're always looking okay maybe it's this person is more like creative output oriented or you know they're like you know they're your performances and stuff so they're aware of what's happening you know, if I were to come here and do nothing I mean this would it wouldn't take me too long to get kicked out you know
0: yeah i wasn't uh questioning the degree or anything i was just um i was i am i am but But yeah i was kind of interested in like what what happened you just hand them some music I, do you perform it or do you record it and like give them a recording or do you write um, it and
1: you so you write the score you hand in the score sometimes um it gets performed for instance my dissertation was supposed to be the dissertation piece supposed to be premiered like a month ago or something like that. But of course, that got postponed because ensembles cannot operate as well. So it was for an ensemble. So it's like 16 players playing at the same time. So so it's going to be next year. But, I mean, in cases where it cannot get performed, I mean, your score sort of speaks for itself. Of course, they would prefer to hear it, of course. But I mean, it's, it's also like there's this personal relationship with the faculty as well.
0: I guess at the, at that point you've been speaking with all of the faculty, and so they've all kind of given their input. If the music is finished at that point, so like essentially it's just like, yeah, now we now you're done. Yeah, we knew we were. Yes,
1: done. <laughs> but in, I mean I don't know whether every PhD has this, but we have this qualification exam, right? I mean, right. Do you, so there you have a lot of analysis to do. So analysis, in, so analysis of works. So the jury gives you three works and you pick three works that you have to analyze and come back and just like talk about them, you know, and they really give you a hard time on in there. Like they really give you a hard time, you know, when you are just like talking about these pieces, you know,
0: and that's where you kind of get at that issue that you were talking about at the beginning, that how do you put music into words?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember, for instance, there's this Italian composer. I um, picked the music off and then one of the teachers said, so the Italian composer's name is Sharino, And one of the you know faculty members said, um, so Selim, why do you think, let's say you have a composition student, why do you think it's important for him or her to know Sharino?" So that was the question I had in the quote. And I just, I, and I said, it isn't important. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to know, but I mean, you know, um, so you get really like these tough questions, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, but what I really loved was I was always looking forward to um, teaching. I was really looking forward to teaching. That was one of the things that really uh, made, made me happy. To and I every time I went to teach, I was quite even in the days. And I, did you teach as well? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So you know,
1: there are days where you don't want to go and teach, right? But I would go into the classroom and in five minutes. I would be just like. In the, like in the zone you know like would be so i really loved teaching a lot and there's this something like quite fundamental there right you like you know you're sharing that experience with them with, with the students and you cannot believe like how how what amazing ideas they come up with
0: So you're teaching composition, not like... No,
1: I I wasn't teaching composition here. I was teaching more like, you know, introduction to music or sometimes, you know, how to harmonize melodies and chorales and stuff like that, you know. That has been really rewarding for me, I have to say.
0: Yeah. And do you think that's going to be something you keep doing after the degree?
1: I I would love to keep teaching. Yes, I would really like that. Uh, The thing is, for instance, some people say they don't want to do it, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, There's a little bit of a, uh, how should I say, unless you're a superstar, it's very hard to have a stable income without a like position, not that it has to be an academic position, you know, that's not the only way to live. But you know, uh, I even if I were, let's say a superstar, let's say, okay, but I would still love to teach, I would then say, hey, I'm teaching one day a week. Okay, that's it. But I would still love to teach because it's like because they show you so many things as well.
0: So unfortunately, it looks like we're running out of time. Is there anything you'd like to leave us with before we go?
1: Don't zap your music. Don't zap your movies or books. Uh, Take the time to listen to an album or a piece from beginning till the end without being interrupted. If you watch a TV show, don't text. Observe it without dealing with other stuff that's around you. That's all I can say.
0: Today, we've been speaking with Salim Gonshu from the Department of Music about what even is a PhD in music composition. Thanks so much for being on the show, Salim. It's been my pleasure. Tune in in two weeks for the next episode of The Graduates.